The Coffee Podcast is sponsored by KitchenAid, whose coffee collection is changing the way coffee is brewed at home. KitchenAid worked with baristas and coffee experts to engineer a new line of coffee products. The KitchenAid Burr Grinder allows you to extract the best flavor from your coffee beans by precisely controlling the grind level. The KitchenAid Precision Press Coffee Maker enhances the classic French press brewing method with an integrated scale and timer to precisely brew a bold, full-bodied cup of coffee. Exceptional coffee made simple with KitchenAid. You're listening to The Coffee Podcast, where our focus is people and our language is coffee. This conversation is a living continuum that includes every link of the coffee value chain from before the seed to after the cup. How would you like to be a coffee roaster? Maybe you already want to be a coffee roaster. Maybe you are a coffee roaster. Maybe you've never dreamed of being a coffee roaster, but after this episode, you might change your mind. Today, we have an exciting conversation with two people in the coffee industry who really want to see education available to everyone. One of our guests is Lisa Farr of Elixir Specialty Coffee. You heard her last on episode 80, and that episode actually turned into a really cool conversation about mentorship. The guest you haven't met is Sumi Ali, whose story we'll tell during the interview. This conversation covers what Lee and Sumi are up to right now in the coffee industry. You may remember or may have heard of Map It Forward, which is headed by Lee Safar. Map It Forward has something cooking for anybody interested in being a roaster. They're doing an event around the corner called How to Map a Successful Career as a Coffee Roaster. It's going to be a Copa Vida Roasters available in person or even on the live broadcast. The mentors present are going to be Scott Rayo, Sumi Ali, and Lee Safar. The description is, How to Map a Successful Career as a Coffee Roaster is a seminar designed to inform and empower current and future roasters in the specifics of mapping a considered career path in today's coffee industry. So enough of me talking about it, let's jump into the conversation. The reason I'm here today is actually because of the reason I was here last time. We talked about, uh, you know, the direction of the coffee industry over the next five years. And after that episode, I was inundated with emails, over 100 emails from people asking if I would be their mentor after the answer that I gave to that question. And I realized that there's a severe gap in our industry. Um, in creating a career map. So I created Map It Forward and that's why we're here today to talk about Map It Forward and what we've got coming up. Excellent. And Sumi, welcome to the podcast. This is your this is your first time, so welcome on. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. So Sumi, you have an upcoming project. Uh, I don't want to get too much into that now, but how about you give me some of your background? You are the one who told me about Condessa uh, out in Atlanta. I was just visiting and I had some tasty coffee there. So can you give us some of your history uh, and tell me how you're even involved in that? Yeah. So I feel like my history is long-winded and a little crazy, but yeah, I kind of <laughs> fell into coffee. I was just a kid living in the suburbs of Chicago and I needed a job 
and uh, there was this little intelligentsia uh, wholesale account in a library. And I started working there and, you know, just knew there was something different about this coffee than the, the retail corporate chain across the street. And so started to fall down the rabbit hole. And then we moved to Atlanta when I was still in high school and I needed to work. So we, I found a job at a cafe that kind of the suburban kids of Atlanta, <laughs> coffee <laughs> kids of Atlanta grew up in. Yeah. There was like Octane and then all of us. <laughs> and wow. um, and it, it, was, it was neat. We like kind of grew up together in that way. Um, but eventually uh, I was approached by someone who wanted to open a cafe in Atlanta to kind of be something a little different than Octane, something a little more, I don't know. Octane was like a very like welcoming, homey coffee place. And this person wanted to cut, create something that was maybe more like a cocktail bar, um, you know, bright and light. So that was Condessa. So I co-founded that with, uh, with that investor and uh, my friend, Matt Davis, who is awesome and still in Atlanta. And, uh, and yeah, we, we ran that for two years. It was a wild ride. We built the place by ourselves, um, three of us. And then I just decided that I needed a change. I couldn't do it anymore. And uh, I moved to California, my first time ever here. <laughs> Very I haven't nice. So you haven't, yeah. you haven't left since. You've also done some projects. I don't know what all you can talk about, but you've done uh, the scope of some of the stuff you've done is kind of I think, you know, a little out there for some people who might be listening. You did some work with Chick-fil-A and their coffee program. Is that right? Yeah, I worked for Thrive. So after I moved to uh, Los Angeles, I worked for Intelligentsia. And at the time, like when you came into Intelligentsia, no matter how experienced you were, you washed dishes. So I went from <laughs> co-founding a cafe, a successful cafe in Atlanta to like scrubbing plates. And uh and then eventually fell down the rabbit hole of like the LA coffee scene and left to, to work for G&B and then to work for Tonks, um, Tonks Coffee. Uh, and then I worked for Thrive, which is actually based out of Atlanta, um, but I was their Western US sales rep. And uh, they're a green coffee importer. And yeah, at the time their biggest client was Chick-fil-A. They pretty much revised and rehaul overhauled Chick-fil-A's whole coffee program and uh, it was really fascinating to watch and kind of be involved with this huge company really care and show up and put their money down where their mouth is so I got to do that that was that was incredible and uh That's and then fascinating yeah it was it was it was really it's really unique um, I wasn't directly like on the Chick-fil-A team, but I got to experience a lot of that. It was, it was neat. And then we, we kind of took some of those lessons and uh, me and my business partner, Tony, or Tonks, uh, spun that into our project with Local, which is this revolutionary fast food startup uh, that's started by Daniel Patterson and Roy Choi. It's like first location in Watts, and we wanted to do really, really great specialty coffee for a dollar a cup. What? And uh, <laughs> and it was great. 
<laughs> and they pissed off half the fucking coffee community in the process. It was awesome. Yeah, when, yeah a lot of people were pissed. So we to ask him about that, Jesse. <laughs> one one dollar specialty coffee. That's great. Where's this? So there's two locations. There's uh, there's one in Watts and, and one in Oakland. They have a bakery in Oakland, and uh, and they're great. So we were kind of just like uh, their pilot program, helping them get get their coffee program together, and they've since. Um, collaborated with an, another roaster, Red Bay, I believe, in Oakland. They're okay. great. Okay. They're doing a good job. So, but yeah, we created the Dollar Cup, Dollar Specialty Cup, um, and uh, and now now we're moving on to um, my business partner and I, Tony, um, or Tonks. He's more affectionately known as Tonks. <laughs> uh, are starting our next project, which is Yes Please. All right, and we can we can link to that uh, more information. Uh, people can can find that information about the Instagram for Yes Please and everything else on our on our uh, podcast episode notes. So I I do want to ask the question uh, to you, Sumi. Can you describe the common thread in your uh, you and Lee's career paths? And then Lee, I'd I'd like your perspective because I want to wind down into the main conversation here. Lee and I's common thread. Uh, I think it's definitely that we're both, we hustle. That's like, that's the, the personality trait that we share. We're not totally similar people, um, but it's one of those things where you meet someone who just is going to hustle and grind and not settle. And that's really, I think, the connection we have both personally and professionally. I would absolutely agree with that. Um I guess my version of the word hustle is grit. Uh, it's something that I'm, the, the idea of grit is something that I'm focusing a lot on at the moment, particularly with the project, the Map It Forward project. But the thing that drew me to Sumi when I first met him, I instantly knew we would be friends forever and that professionally we would work together someday. Just because he has this value of grit in the sense that he he doesn't let anything stand in his way. He's going to achieve his goals and he can see things that most people don't see. I guess that's that hustle thing you were talking about, Sumi. You know, you see not just what's in front of you, but you see everything that's around you and you utilise all the resources that are available to you to get shit done. And there's not a lot of people that you meet that are like that and I'm like that, but it's, it's I guess, finding your people is is the common thread that, you know, that that was the thing that kind of drew us to each other. So both of you are involved in an event called How to Map a Successful Career as a Coffee Roaster, and that's happening December 5th in Pasadena, California. Uh, Lee, can you tell us a little more about this this event? Yeah, well, actually, you and this podcast are to blame for this. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just say that. So... The event is is in alignment with the brand Map It Forward, uh, which was a brand I created in July this year, as I said, as a result of appearing on this particular podcast. And this is this is the first time, it being the fifth event in a series of workshops that we've run so far this year, we wanted to end the year off on, on this particular workshop for a couple of reasons that I'll go into in a second. But the event is about how to map a 
clearly defined 10-year career as a coffee roaster, irrespective of whether you've ever roasted before or if you're a coffee roaster now and are looking to continue that career path. And I've come up with a, a, a map that is spans over 10 years with three sections within that 10 years. There's the puppy years and the mid years and then the professional years. And if you follow whether it be a career as a barista, career as a roaster, a green bean buyer, we haven't developed the maps for anything yet other than the barista and the roaster. And okay. myself and Sumi and Scott Rayo are the three people that are building that map together. And we're going to talk about specifically not how to roast. This is not a how do I roast coffee talk. This is how do I become a roaster and how do I have a long-term thriving successful career as the kind of roaster that I want to be? How do I make the right career choices? How do I find the right mentors? How do I understand the development that of the skills that and and knowledge that I need to have throughout the 10 years and the different sections of those of that 10 year map in order to have a thriving career. This workshop is about all of those things, stringing together two roasters and an entrepreneur, even though all three of us are entrepreneurs, I haven't roasted before, they've roasted uh, long term. But it's the idea that all of us have come to our careers in different ways and really staunchly believe that there is a massive gap in our industry So in that nobody's teaching anyone how to have a career. So if you were to take maybe like a, like a TED Talk on the topic and make it extremely concentrated, that's kind of what's going on here. It sounds like something absolutely. similar. Okay. Yeah, and, absolutely. And Sumi, you're involved obviously with this project. What, what inspired you to get involved and... And what are you excited for uh, around this this uh, event? Yeah, I mean, look, I think I speak for both of us and hopefully many other people when I say that we really believe there's like this gap in education in our industry, and especially coffee industry, of professionalism. And you know, it's it's there's a lot of focus on details and a lot of focus on buzzwords. Um, which can be useful, but uh, I'm really excited about this because there's a lot of things I've struggled with in my career. Um, and those are the things I'm most excited to talk about, like professionalism, um, professionalism and the business of coffee and, uh, you know, mentoring people and how, how to identify mentors and and to, to kind of grow your own business within a business and your own brand and develop yourself. Um, Lee's is this term a lot of life currency. And it, I'll let her elaborate on that, but it, she's totally spot on. If you're not developing as a person, then, then you're stagnant and work and professionalism and your career is such a large part of your time and who you are and, and what you do in your life that if you don't develop yourself in the process, you're just wasting your time. Yeah, I, I, I want to go into the life currency topic here. And that's actually something that I've come across uh, with employees in the past and cafes is the idea that, you know, 
or at least I would try to teach people coming in. I'm like, you can't separate life and work because I think that's like a common thing, at least in American cultures to be like, work is not life and life is not work. And I'm like, how many hours a day do you spend, you know, in your job? And, and that sounds like maybe sort of the, the tone of that, that idea of life currency. Lee, can you expand on that? Yeah, it's actually a huge part of, of that tone. And it's a massive part of what Map It Forward is about. I believe that the coffee industry attracts a particular kind of person. And I think that what we do is so important because it affects the public. No matter what we do, uh, whether it be roasting or green bean buying or actually in a cafe, our approach to life is is something that rubs off on the people that we meet. You know, we're in the service industry. And as a business owner who employs people, I was looking in, at specialty coffee, sorry, I was looking at life currencies uh, in a way of, and how it started was that my accountant had said to me, how much, what, what are the goals for Elixir? You know, how much money do you want to make next year? How do, how do you want to set up the business goals for 2017 being this year? And I just said, that's a fucking ridiculous question. Like, what do I pick a number out of the sky? And that's not going to motivate me. And she said, well, how are you going to figure out what your goals are? And I needed to sit with that for a second because I employ people and I'm an employee of the company as well. And I wanted to know what motivated me. And I realised the thing that was missing in every single job I'd have had, whether it be the coffee industry or whether it be in the corporate world or the music industry, was that none of my employers actually really at the depth of who they are gave a fuck about me Mm. or my well-being or my mental health or anything like that. And I wanted Elixir to be different. So I didn't want us to be driven by reaching some number that was like a pie in the sky. And I decided, well, so what is the thing that's going, like, what what needs to change? 2016 was a shitty year for everybody. What did I want the end of 2017 to look like if I was to feel rich? And I thought, well, the thing that would make me feel rich is if I had peace of mind. And that really resonated for a long time with me. I thought if I could find a way to increase my peace of mind and increase the peace of mind of my employees, all of a sudden we're creating wealth in something that means something to all of us. Hmm. Money can be a resource of that currency, the currency of peace of mind, but money isn't the actual resource. I don't think any of us want to make money so that we can look at that number and be like, I'm a fucking rock star because I have so many zeros after the numbers in my bank. We kind of just want to get to a point where we can, even if we have loads of money, we've got nothing to worry about. You know, that that I think is the ultimate reason people want to have lots of money is so that they don't have to stress about anything. Right, the idea of security. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think you're on you're onto something there, the desire for peace. Well, so then I kind of looked at that and thought, well, if that's a currency and I've never seen peace of mind as a currency before, what are some of the other things? 
And over a couple of months, I defined the seven life currencies of Elixir Specialty Coffee. And they are peace of mind, flow, growth, freedom, purpose, connectedness, and clarity. And as a team, everything that we do is based on building wealth in all of those currencies. And we have key performance indicators that we measure every month assigned to each of those currencies so that we know whether we're increasing or decreasing our wealth in those currencies. Wow. Yeah, it's really great. And it's changed our whole business model. And it's amazing. We've gone from strength to strength to strength. But not only that, we sit with all of our employees and have them identify their own personal currencies. And this was where we really started to see the game changer. So we sit with them, well, I sit with them, me and the 500 people up in my head sit with them (laughs) and we talk about what their individual three top life currencies are and we work on cultivating wealth in those three things and it's changed everybody's life. They've uh, cut out toxic relationships and toxic people in their life. They know why, they now know why they're working for Elixir. They now know why they're doing everything that they're doing in their life and they know what currency it contributes to. And so when I was putting together the first workshop for Map It Forward, I realised that what we need to do is we need to help people understand the purpose behind what they spend such a significant amount of their day doing. And if they can't connect what they're doing during their day with the currency that it's supposed to be creating wealth in in their life, then they re- need to reassess why they're in coffee hmm. because there are much easier ways to make minimum wage. Yeah, I and, th- and this sounds like it's going to be a topic in the event, and, and you have a few topics listed for me here. Uh, one of them, here, let me list off a few. Uh, one is going to be the global future of roasting as a profession. Uh, let's see, we got another one here. Sorry, I just lost my spot. Oh, here we go. The fundamentals of mapping a 10-year career in the coffee industry, how to choose employers, mentors, etc. Best ways to build relationships in the coffee industry. So there, you have a few topics here. Are there any that you're really excited about? I'm going to aim this question to Sumi and then Lee, if you can, if you can also answer the same question. What topics are you most interest, or most excited about in this event? Yeah, I think... Look, I think that goes back to the last question, too. Uh, you know, the things I struggled with, I think, are the mo- things I'm most excited about to talk about, like professionalism. You know, I came into the coffee industry as a kid, and I just guessed. I got lucky, and I guessed my way through. And now, in hindsight, I look back, and I'm like, okay, every time I messed up, there was actually a mentor there to help me, and I just... I didn't see that before. I didn't see the mm. value of a mentor. And and I think that's part of why this is so important to me is I wouldn't be nothing without mentors or, or people behind me rooting for me, pushing me, whether I'm there or not. People who will champion for me all the time. And, you know, it got to a point where I was able to just build my body of work and and. St- let it speak for itself. I mean, I, I can be a polarizing person. Uh, some people think I'm an asshole. Some people <laughs> love me. And, and that's okay. I, I think that affected me 
negatively in my career, but now I understand that it doesn't matter. Um, you don't have to love me, but but there are things to learn from everyone and being a professional and learning how to collaborate and being a good collaborator. Those things I think uh, I'm so pumped to talk about. And Lee, how about you? What, what topics are you excited about? Yeah, I couldn't agree with Sumi more. Um, I think given the two different types of audiences that, that we're looking well, it's three different types of, of audiences that we're looking to attract to, to this workshop. I think we'll get people who are not in roasting at all. They're either baristas or they're working in a corporate job and want to become a roaster and with the idea of moving into production roasting. The second kind of person is going to be the cafe owner who's thinking about starting to roast their own coffee. And the third kind of person that's going to want to come to this workshop is someone who's already in their career or whatever stage of the 10-year map that is um, and they're already roasting. And I think the thing that I'm most excited about talking about during this is this idea of giving people insight into clarity, showing them this 10-year map that has been so intensely considered by the three of us and it finally gives them a roadmap into what they can expect. What are all the skills they need to have accomplished in different parts of their career so that they can feel that they've earned whatever stripes it is they, they mentally feel that they need to have in order to progress to the next phase of their career. What we found in the barista workshops that we've run, there are people who have been in the, in the profession for seven years that are looking at the puppy barista years and they're, they're thinking, well, I've actually never learnt how to network. I need to go back and fill in that skill because I've not actually accomplished that yet. So mm-hmm. this, this is the thing that I'm most excited about is that we go into detail about what are the things that you should be learning in the first two years of your career as a puppy roaster? What are the things that you should be learning in your mid-roaster years, which are years two to five? What are the skills that you should be learning and developing and then tr- hopefully trying to pass on to um, other people in the, in the next five years of your career, which are your pro-roaster years? And to me, we're giving people, for the very first time in the history of our industry, we're starting to create some clarity around that, which just tickles me pink. I'm super excited about it. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you're both very excited about it. it it's an exciting event and I... I know that there are so many people out there who either want to be a roaster or really want to grow in their knowledge as roasters and how to be successful long-term. I do want to ask a practical question, which is uh, how can folks sign up for this event and are there options for people who can't physically make it? Yeah, so the tickets are available at mapitforward.eventbrite.com. The tickets are $60, but for anyone listening to this podcast, there is a discount code. Uh, you get 10% off if you enter the code The Coffee Podcast at checkout. And you can, you, while the event is going to be held in Pasadena in Los Angeles, it's actually an event that you can attend virtually from anywhere around the world. And it will be fully interactive. 
So you will be able to ask questions. You will be able, we will be sending out a pre-event uh, survey so that you can ask your questions ahead of time and we can have the, I guess, the conversation tailored around those questions as well. Awesome. Very cool. The uh, the electronic side of it, I think, is super interesting. So many events these days are, are still being held without that option for people who can't physically make it. So that's really awesome that y'all made made a way for those people. Can I just mention one other thing? Yeah. If there's anybody who is um, who is hearing impaired and would like for uh, like to attend, but would like for us to have an interpreter. Um, we would love for you to reach out and we will make that happen. All right, Sumi. So these are questions I ask everybody who comes on the show. And since this is your first time, I'm going to ask you the first one here, which is where do you see coffee going in the next five years? Hmm. I'm on the spotlight. Um, <laughs> I can't well, wait to hear the answer to this. <laughs> um, I, think, I think we will see more corporate consolidation of coffee. I think uh, we're going to see the business of coffee kind of grow, especially coffee is like small, medium-sized businesses. And I think we're going to really see a shift of, of those becoming large businesses. Um, and I think that's a good thing. And I'm really excited about that. And um, yeah, I, th- I, I think we're going to see more consolidation. We're going to see especially coffee grow into large business and, more people will have good coffee in their hands. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lee, how about you? I'm going to twist the question a little bit. I'm not asking you the same question as, as before. So okay. where, where do you see Map at Ford going in five years? Where do you want to see it going? Uh, this is something Sumi and I were talking about early today. Um, I have some really big plans for, for Map at Forward. I... I see it becoming a resource that's all about helping people become actual professionals. We, there are a lot of resources out there that are teaching people skills. Um, we're not interested in teaching people the skills of how to execute their craft. We are interested in showing people how to thrive in their careers. And I see Map It Forward becoming something that will be global I see it becoming a resource where people can get away from all the typical kind of coffee politics and um, opinionated pieces that seem to be doing the rounds with so many other kind of coffee organisations that aren't about roasting coffee. Um, and, and I feel like this is a place where you get shit done. You know, you map it forward is, is that place. We're not interested in buying into any political conversations about what events are happening and not happening. Um, we will have events that happen all over the world in all different facets of coffee careers, green bean buying, um, being a coffee writer, developing tech for coffee. We also want to start creating a platform to connect mentors with people who need mentoring. We're going to be teaching workshops on how to be a mentor. We're going to be teaching workshops on on, um, the idea of how to own your own cafe. We've got some really exciting things coming up. 
in the next couple of years that have already started in production around uh, having your own cafe. Stay tuned to that. Exciting. Yeah, that sounds great. All right, Sumi, question number two. Do you have any resources you'd like to share? And this can be anything. You could Anything you can read, look at, or people. <laughs> well, I think uh, the, the underhand pitch answer is map it forward. I mean, <laughs> well that's done. Part of the, yeah. I think part of the motivation of doing this is that there's not, there's no resources in the professional sector of our industry um, other than maybe if you get lucky and you have someone to mentor you in that way. Um, but, you know, I think I struggled with like understanding business a lot. So just read business blogs, read websites, read read things be critical of the things you're reading but but understand the languages of these different parts of um, the industry if you're a roaster start looking up what the importing and exporting terms are what they mean and how they potentially relate or don't relate at all to what you're doing all right and i'm going to go on and roll to the third question for sumi uh what is the best piece of advice you've received through the years Hmm. i got i actually got this one pretty recently and it was while I was talking about map it forward and and someone my business partner talks characterized what what I was saying and and kind of gave it back to me as advice and it's I think the best piece of advice I got and that was just find people who will be your champion whether you're there or you're not there as long as they're your champion find those people and keep them close to you I love that yeah that's that's some good stuff yeah Where's the, where is this Tonks guy? <laughs> we'll, we'll pull him away from his bird feeders and and get him to, to get on this. He loves hummingbirds. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I do too. I love, well, I love a lot of animals, so it's not saying much. Um, nice. Well, y'all, thank you so much for joining us on the show and for talking about this event. I'm excited that our listeners are going to have the chance also to win uh, tickets uh, to the event. Yeah. So. It's very exciting. We'll have those details here in just a moment. So thank you all for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Now, remember, you can get your discount by going to the website. When you go to purchase your tickets, enter into the discount code, The Coffee Podcast. We're also giving away two tickets to the event. These tickets will be available to those who can be there present or even online for the uh, live version of the seminar. The details of this giveaway will be posted on our Instagram page, so be sure to look out there. And if you don't have an Instagram, don't sweat it. Just go over to our Facebook page and message us and tell us why you would like to win a ticket to this event. If you're not on any social media, still don't sweat it. You can send us an email at hello at thecoffeepodcast.org and tell us why you would like to win the ticket. By doing any of these things... By participating on the Instagram, by sending us a message on why you would like to win the ticket, your name will be put into a hat and the winner will be selected at random. Remember, you can subscribe to our email list through our website and you will be getting exclusive information about the Coffee Podcast and sometimes even exclusive media. So feel free to go there, www.thecoffeepodcast.org. The Coffee Podcast is produced by me, Jesse Hartman. Music is by Michael Parallax. You can find his music at michaelparallax.com. Thanks for tuning in, 
And as always, and until next time, happy brewing.